0: In Poland, dzień dobry. in France, Bonjour, in Spain, Hola, in Italy, Ciao, in Egypt, Athen Salmon, in Ghana, Akwaaba, in Nigeria, Peleo, in South Africa, Saubona, in Senegal, Nangadeth, in Kenya, Jambo, in Israel, Shalom, in Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings and may peace be upon you all.
1: Welcome, welcome everybody. We are ready to get this show on the road. Let's get this party started. We got a lot to talk about, and tonight our um, our, our subject is from childhood to childhood innocence to pornography. How do we get there? Soothing the pain. Is it about soothing the pain? That's what we want to discuss tonight. So be ready to post your comments on Facebook or or YouTube, and I'm ready to uh, give you answers or respond. And in the second hour of our show tonight, we have a very special guest. Uh, His name is Bishop Leonard Kiyawa. He's from Uganda, and he's here in the U.S., though, and he just wrote a book called I Am Who I Am. Oh, I'm looking so forward to meeting uh, Bishop Dr. Leonard Kikaiwa. I think that's the pronunciation. This man has authored 12 books. So look forward to him coming in the last in the next hour to give us his perspective on this subject. But first, I want to introduce you to a young lady by the name of Elizabeth April. She's going to be our first teacher tonight. Olivia April is a YouTuber. She's very mature spiritually. That's why I love her. Very mature spiritual teacher. And she's going to talk to us about revealing the reptilian control agenda. And, of course, a lot of that is regarding sex or spiritual energy exchange. She gives an amazing perspective perspective on spiritual energy exchange, orgasms all. And here's the warning, this show is for mature audiences only. If you have children in the house, you might want them to uh, go play in another room, or maybe it's their bedtime, I don't know. But you want to be here to hear uh, from uh, our guest, uh, Elizabeth April. And I want to just say, for those of you who may be new to the name Yeshua, in that song that Becca Shea sings, she says, Yeshua, bring us together. And Yeshua is the name of Jesus in Aramaic or Hebrew. And what it really means for me personally is a spirit of truth. So we welcome Yeshua to every show on Sunday night, a spirit of truth. And we welcome you especially to bring your truth and whatever that is, and let's have a a conversation, a discussion about the current topic of the day, and that is uh, that
2: the world is now.
1: We're gonna. That is about uh, mastering our pain. Part of it is about mastering our pain. We're gonna get into that as well. Mastering our pain. So many people are just. Managing their pain, and we're going to talk a little bit about what mastering the pain or man, man managing the pain, and that's what a little bit um, about um, Elizabeth April. I'm gonna, she's gonna be for those of you in the blog talk studio. She's gonna be her her video is going to be on YouTube. So if you want to see her and hear her, uh, you can go to my YouTube channel Viata's Tiny House Village. Or you can go to my Facebook page, Soul Purchase Healing. So you can hear this very mature, beautiful soul talking about uh, revealing the reptilian agenda of control. So let's get busy. I'm going to turn her on the audio as well as the video
3: hello beautiful beings and welcome back to another monday live so before we begin i just want to mention a trigger warning okay for those individuals who have i'm gonna choose my words carefully um who have trauma in the past I'm hoping that this video will actually help you break not just this lifetime trauma, but generational trauma, ancestral trauma, past life trauma, that's my intention. But I do have to say a trigger warning because we are gonna be talking about um, trauma. Okay, and I also wanna mention definitely not for kids. So if you tend to watch these around your children maybe put some headphones on or just watch it at a different time but yeah just just fair warning this is not um, this is not one of those videos for for children okay um yeah so I want to actually begin with just kind of making a couple of statements if you are someone okay if you are someone who Has And and from what I know, I'm allowed to say the word sex on YouTube, so that should be fine. If you're someone who has a hard time orgasming, if you are someone who has a hard time um, opening up um, sexually, if you have a hard time trusting in relationships, if you are someone who has been in abusive relationships in the past, um, if you are someone who tends to rely on porn in order to orgasm, um, then or or if you're someone who is simply put just not interested in any sort of sex or um, you know, sexual expression or connection, then this video is for you because most likely, based on all of these things that I mentioned, and if you just checked off all of the boxes, then this video is especially, especially for you. Um, This is, I don't know how I can put this. This is definitely one of my most important videos, like this information in here that not everyone will be able to, I don't know if I want to say not everyone will be able to handle it, But I hope that by the end of the video, you understand why this video is so important, this information is so important, you understand how you've been affected by these events and agendas, and you also have tangible tools in order to be unaffected by what's happening. Because what I'm gonna talk about today in this video is the absolute biggest, um, the biggest manipulation that we have ever undergone on planet Earth. And once again, by the end of the video, you should know why this is the biggest manipulation that we have ever undergone. Um, Okay, and before I dive into this pretty heavy video, I'll just start off by saying, give this video a thumbs up, Um, be sure to subscribe to the channel if you haven't, and share this video maybe to friends, family members who you know are struggling in these ways. This might be the thing that can actually help heal them and allow them to move forward. But also the information in this video is not not for everyone. <laughs> I don't know how else to stress that. We're going to be talking about reptilian agendas. And you kind of have to be in the know in order to... Uh, To think that I'm not batshit crazy, and you might still think that, but but you're here, and that that's all that matters. All right, okay. So, um, oh yeah, a couple other things. Um, this, I think it's Friday. I have a global meditation. I'm bringing together people, thousands of people, whoever can show up, really, and I'm gonna be guiding people through a live meditation, um, especially to heal Hawaii, um, the families of Hawaii, the land of Hawaii, the portal of, of Maui, especially. Um, and then we're also going to be doing a bit of healing for everyone else on the planet. There's a lot of fires going on. There's a lot of weather manipulation happening. There's just a lot of bullshit basically going on, and I would really like to bring people together and hold space and and do some healing and clearing and all of that. So please join us. Um, Totally free event. It's happening at 5.55 Eastern Standard Time, 2.55 Pacific Standard Time, On August 31st so please check that out and if not it will be posted um, we might actually dual stream it to YouTube as well because my zoom room only can hold a thousand and I think we're gonna max out so um, we're probably going to dual stream it to YouTube, and if you can't watch it, um, then you can always watch the replay and do the meditation uh, with everyone, and you can still heal the planet that way, so it's just my way of bringing us together, giving back, and, um, and really focusing our, our, our really incredibly powerful intention on healing. Um, and then uh, just one little reminder, and then we're going to go into it. Um, this week, Yeah, until the 31st, actually. Uh, Everything on my website is 22% off. So if you are interested in astral traveling or healing the grid or connecting to your psychic abilities or switching from the third dimension to the fifth dimension, there are so many offerings on the site. Um, Just really great nuggets of information. So check it out. This is a good time to buy. Most of my stuff is $11, sometimes $22 but you get 22% off of that, um, and it makes it really nice and affordable for everyone. So just keep that in mind. So let's go into it. We think that the shadow government controls us through weather manipulation, through fear tactics, through false flag events, through the opioid, opioid epidemic, and so many other things. And absolutely, we are absolutely being controlled by all of those different agendas as well, along with mass media and celebrities and even mainstream music, all aspects of manipulation and control. But the one thing that we do not talk about enough and that's uncomfortable, to be honest, to talk about, but I'm, I'm ready and willing to talk about it, is sex. It's sex and specifically it's orgasm. And you would never in a million years think that there is a giant reptilian agenda conspiracy surrounding sex, but there absolutely is. And this goes all the way back actually quite far back in ancient human history, um, and we see, we see it a lot with the, um, the Egyptian mystery schools and Tantra. Um, and, and so I'm going to break this whole concept down for you, because once again, maybe you've never heard of anything like this before, but it is, it is once again, what I've channeled, it is the number one biggest manipulation that has gone on. If you are sitting there and you're thinking, I have a great sex life, I can orgasm no problem, Um, I'm super open sexually, and and everything's great there, fantastic, then this video probably isn't for you. But if you're one of the probably 80, 90% of starseeds, individuals out there, that feel like you're not as open, as free, Um, with sex, with orgasms, with your own sexuality and expression that way, most likely you have been um, trapped within this reptilian agenda, within this manipulation. Okay. So the reason why sex has been manipulated throughout pretty much all of human history, and we're going to talk about this history, is because Sex and orgasm specifically connects us directly to source frequency. Just let that sink in. Orgasm connects us to source frequency. It is sacred. It is our direct line to the universe. It really is. And unfortunately, there has been so much trauma individually, collectively, and now with the porn industry that I'm honestly very worried for these younger generations. I am extremely worried for these younger generations because it's been so deeply manipulated. Okay. The reason why sex has been manipulated is to take us away from our natural connection to source frequency. To manipulate sex is to manipulate our ability to orgasm, which is bringing all of our earthly energy up straight through the crown chakra, connected directly to source. Um, An ancient practice would be called tantra, tantra meditation. Tantra isn't totally about sex, but it's about raising your vibration. And um, anyway, it's like a whole other thing. Okay. So the powers that be, let's just say it like it is, the reptilians that are out there, okay, on planet Earth. And I've said it before, not all reptilians are bad. I have to say it, right? Like I don't want to just come down on one species because if we were to look at, you know, say human beings and say, ah, oh, there's a couple of bad apples and they're all bad, you know, it, it does it's not the case However, a lot of the reptilians on planet Earth are not so great. Not the case for everyone, but a lot of them are. And they are truly the ones who are in charge. And then there's many other species around, and I'm not going to name names, but um, who are also kind of part of the manipulation. So they know this. The reptilian beings absolutely know that orgasm is a direct connection to source. Think about it. Each one of us as human beings has a... We have a calling card to source. And as as weird as it sounds, it is through orgasm. And, And like I mentioned with Tantra, Tantra is a version of meditation that we don't even have to have any sort of physical stimulation to raise our frequency, bring it up, and connect it to source. We can connect to source just simply through meditation, through breath breath work. It doesn't have to be sexual. It doesn't have to feel dirty. Um, it's actually so sacred. And if it does feel awkward or dirty, once again, it's because of the programming, right? So they know this. The shadow government, the reptilians, the powers that be, they know that sex and orgasm is this connection. And I, I, uh, I compare it to if everyone had plant medicine. If everyone had an opportunity to try plant medicine once in their life, what is that going to do? That's going to dismantle um, religions, that's going to dismantle old beliefs, that's going to open up our minds, it's going to connect us to source. It's going to um, it's going to reinvigorate the cellular structure of our body. It's going to keep us young. Anytime we ever get a connection, a direct connection to source frequency, we cleanse our body, we cleanse our soul. And once again, this is what I believe orgasm is. It's a cleansing, it's a healing, it's a, it's a connection that once again has been manipulated. Okay. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's DNA activating. Exactly. So, this is, this is essentially what I've channeled throughout ancient human history about what what has happened and why it's happened. And I just wrote some notes down, so um, bear with me. So reptilians decided to manipulate sex slash the connection to source from the beginning of humanity, like from the beginning of when the reptilians started to interact with us. They knew that they didn't want us to have a direct line or a direct connection. Um, so there's, there's other ways of, of them manipulating this, um, and I'll mention kind of two main ones. One is they really started to promote things like brothels, like trafficking, like blood and sex rituals, which is what they exclusively do, and all of these things create trauma, okay? So through things like trafficking, brothels, um, rituals, uh, even just the, the, the downfall of the masculine-feminine dynamic, right, and, and, and being in just abusive relationships, okay? There's a lot of trauma, and we're talking about sexual trauma that is created, all right? Um, now, the other, yeah, okay. Um, now, this trauma is carried on through lifetimes, through many lifetimes, And many of us feel unsafe when it comes to sex. We just feel unsafe. It's hard to open up to a partner if we don't feel safe. And if you don't feel safe, then how can you ever have an orgasm if you're not feeling safe? If you're not present in the moment, feeling safe, feeling open, uh, it's just not going to happen. Your connection to source through orgasm, through say even tantra, it's going to be tainted. All right? Um, and and this is where I was shocked when I was, I don't even know, I mean, quite young, maybe around 20, when I learned that a lot of women, I don't want to say most women, but a lot of women can't orgasm. That was shocking. I don't know what the percentage is, but it's enough. It's enough that, you know, just listening to someone not being able to get to that point is like, wow you're missing out on something, and it's not even just a pleasure thing, okay? It's not, and so I've practiced Tantra in this lifetime, and actually many other lifetimes, and it's just this incredibly powerful connection that cannot be replicated in any other sort of way. Um, so I want to bring up this concept of a prison planet, and you've probably heard it before, but I'm going to just mention it in the way that I've channeled it. Now, um. At the beginning of my like, questioning and opening and understanding about everything that's going on on planet Earth, you, I heard this term a lot, prison planet. We're on a prison planet. It's a prison planet specifically because we have karma. And it didn't sit right with me. It's almost like part of it resonated and part of it didn't. So when I finally was able to channel this information of, are we on a prison planet? Are we the only ones who have karma? Is karma holding us back? Do we basically leave this body, go into the afterlife, we're stuck, we get recycled, reincarnated, and we're, we're trapped, and we can't get out of that loop. And here's the information that came through. The information that came through is that, in a sense, there is a an entrapment, okay, on planet Earth. But it's not every single soul that gets incarnated here gets trapped. That's just not the case, okay? What really is happening is that When we come to planet Earth as like an intergalactic cosmic soul and we incarnate as a human being on planet Earth, there are a certain – how do I say this? There's a certain amount of trauma that can happen to us as human beings on planet Earth that simply cannot be replicated in other planets and other dimensions and other places in the universe, And very specifically, the number one trauma that happens to us as starseeds, as souls, and a lot of starseeds get specifically targeted in past lifetimes and abused, okay, in a sexual way um, to manipulate this. And then we're forced to reincarnate back here to replay out the very similar situations in order for us to clear that karma and be able to move forward. So essentially, it's not that everyone who comes here is trapped in a prison planet. It's more or less the the fact that there's so much manipulation happening here in such a very specific frequency that you cannot play out that karma anywhere else in the universe. You are forced to come back to planet Earth to replay that very specific frequency um, in order to heal the trauma that was created here. And what I have channeled is that it's sexual It is the manipulation of the the most pure thing that we can experience as human beings is Tantra, is connection to source. That right there has been manipulated. And on top of that, as it's being manipulated through generational trauma, through lifetimes of trauma, through shutting down our natural, or really our only natural connection to pure source, other than meditation and breathwork and tantra, as I mentioned. Um, but on top of that, a lot of reptilians feed off of orgasm energy. It's, it sounds gross and creepy, and it absolutely is. And in a lot of abusive relationships, What's the one thing that relationship has going for them? Great sex. Most likely because that person, that other person, the abuser in the relationship, is probably some sort of shapeshifter. And they're feeding off of that energy, that orgasm energy. Once again, sounds creepy, um, but it's that this is what I've observed time and time and time again. Okay. doesn't mean that every abusive relationship is synonymous with reptilians. Absolutely not. But the, the, the very fact that this is a prison planet comes down to sexual trauma in a very specific frequency that we have to come back and replay. And that's why SA, I'm not going to say the words because it's, I'm going to be banned, but SA specifically has been played out in many 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 star seeds like if i were to be able to do some sort of um like quiz or um like a study and observe people or ask a bunch of people a lot of questions i bet you anything that sa especially in childhood is directly related to a star seed being an old soul um, a lot of the time our purity as these galactic souls with a mission gets completely skewed and manipulated so that we no longer feel safe. If you don't feel safe with a partner because abuse has happened, then how can you feel safe with a neighbor, with a friend, with a family member? You can't. So it's not just about orgasm and our direct connection to source, naturally, as a right that we all have, but it's also our feeling of trust and safety that has been and continues to be completely manipulated. And now, luckily in our lifetime, I'm hoping that we see things like trafficking eradicated. Um, let's let's hope, and let's be a part of that change. But unfortunately, we have we have some very dark, dark aspects of the internet. And I have talked about porn openly before in other videos. And if you want to see some of those videos, some of them are on. YouTube which are incredibly powerful videos sex and porn and some of them are um, on my website so please check those out if you want to if you're like yes this resonates I want to deep dive I've talked about this before in very very important ways in other angles okay but unfortunately like I I don't know the statistics on porn are insane okay it's like it's like I don't know I don't want to say it's like the number one most searched thing but the internet is mainly used for that which is i mean it's really sad it's really sad because there's an externalization of 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 the trauma and also of something that we are trying to reclaim and heal and i think that that's what
1: Okay, I'm going to end it there. If you're interested in hearing more from uh, Elizabeth April, that video is titled Revealing the Reptilian Control Agenda. I wanted to let her teach up into the point where she mentions the amazing number or the high number of people who visit pornography sites every day. And I looked up some stats myself. Uh, and just in 2021, I bet you can imagine why porn, pornography viewing was very high in 2021 when people were locked down and had nothing else to do. Okay, 2021, uh, porn sites had the most, was the most visited uh, popular website in 2021. Other years, the numbers uh, were not that high. So think about that Um, as she has talked. There was a lot in that video that surprised me. I had never heard many of the things she had said she was teaching. And I'm wondering what your thoughts about um, her information were because I never heard that. I really hadn't directly heard that orgasm was a direct connection to source. Now we've talked about SEX being a spiritual energy exchange And so we know that the whole practice of sex and and intimacy is a divine practice, a a gift, if you will, but there's so many ways to describe the pleasure that's derived from that act that uh, would equate to or relate to um, divine direct connection to our source, our life, our creator. So give me your thoughts on that. And um, I'm, I'm sure there are some who don't agree with what she said, which is fine. I had um, a hard time myself uh, absorbing the, the, any truth in it, and I really, I had to listen to it twice. I listened to it last week, and I did the meditation with her for Maui. But we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, what Elizabeth April has just shared, especially about the manipulation going on in the spiritual realm with reptilian energies. That to me is so obvious, uh, unless you're in another world. <laughs> you're not seeing that uh, because the darkness that we have been experiencing, that I would call it the twilight zone, uh, and we're in the twilight zone again coming up. There's so much manipulation and control that has been going on for years and years, and especially it seems have heated up over the last three or four years. So, uh, let us go take a I break. Um, Naima Latif, our executive producer, is in the studio with us, and she's gonna thank you, Naima. Your mic is open, and she's gonna take. We'll be right back with your to answer your questions, comments, take your comments or whatever. And then we, in our next hour, we have a very special guest. Um, so you don't want to miss that. Bishop Leonard Kaiwa will be here, who he wrote a book, I Am Who I Am. I can't wait to hear him. All right, Naima Latif. It Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Have any culture, world peace, restoration of a light 580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at Chicago HWPL at gmail.com.
4: Everything you need, what your body needs, is found in nature. So Susan Essentials doesn't do it any other way. Susan Essentials provides your employees and individuals access to over 20,000 nutritional products, and they are shipped direct to your door. Because Susan Essentials is certified in plant-based healing, we're permitted to offer you the best nutritional supplements on the planet. They're non-GMO and sustainably produced and we take the guesswork out for you. Let Susan Essentials help you take control of your health today.
1: sound, what it represents, we're in the twilight zone again, always, (laughs) depending on where your uh, mind is, but I want to just share one story with you, and then I'm going to, we have a caller who's pressed one, Uh, and the reason childhood innocence came up in my mind this morning to talk about is because my son and I and the grandchildren went to a farmer's market yesterday, and this is a beautiful neighborhood, Winter Garden probably the biggest, best farmer's market in Orlando or in the central Florida. And right near, all around, right in the center of the farmer's market is a water area, a water park, where uh, someone came up with a brilliant idea to drill holes in the bricks or the concrete and let water spring up straight out of the ground in a vertical fashion, okay? So, imagine this uh, maybe 100 square feet or 200 square feet area and there are benches around this where children can play in the water okay so the water uh, shoots up shoots up vertical and kids are running around playing in this water and we observed while we were sitting there because my my grandchildren were climbing a tree actually they're climbing a tree and they were so excited they didn't they were just taking we were taking pictures they're climbing a small tree And I'm watching these children playing in the water in the water spouts that go up and down, and then they go they lower and then they go up and down again. So you we see a couple of kids are really enjoying this water. I mean, they're sitting on the water, and they're really you know having a a really good time uh, in their reproductive area. They the water was stimulating them in a pleasurable way, and you could just see it was so funny because the and we're talking like 3 year olds i think one of them couldn't be more than 3 or 4 and then every now they run around cuz there were probably about 20 different spout sprouts going up and down and these kids were running around and some of them would just stop and let the water spray right into their uh, vagina area and their reproductive area and then this big smile would come on the, and we were just laughing because the innocence of that was just so interesting to watch. And then at one point, this one little girl was standing there for a long time and her dad said, stop that. And she jumped off the water and we laughed. We were just laughing. We had just such a great time yesterday for uh, three hours. A musician was there playing. But I thought about how that's the beginning a pleasure for many children, especially in that area of their body. They recognize that water stimulating them in their uh, pubic area is pleasurable, feels good, no pain, the pain, whatever, they brought, no pain. They enjoy the water spraying at their pubic private area, okay? So and then the the parent intervenes and says, "Not that, like, oh, you bad girl, you bad girl." So I think that's where um, the shame comes in for many children. And then it, when we listen to what um, Elizabeth April was saying, she was shocked to find out that some women don't even have an orgasm, and that to me was a surprise that she would even be shocked at that because if you've been in the healing or health business for a long time, you know there are a lot of women who don't do that. A lot of women fake it, so forth and so on. So um, there, and then I think somebody just sent me a text about masturbation and infancy. So it's something so innocent, so natural. So I'm wondering if you would agree with Elizabeth April that orgasm is a direct connection to source, and it's cleansing for the body and soul cuz what we have learned many of us was so far away from that there was guilt and shame put on it and and then you're hiding and so much uh misinformation and but as she said manipulation we've been so manipulated in our minds and our hearts and and so many other areas that um we're trying we are today tonight as she said in the beginning Hopefully, this will help many of you who've had trauma in your life, for one, and help those of you who've been confused about your sexual energy, your sexual experience, all of those things. As, as um, Elizabeth pointed out, it's a mixture of karmic things, the reptilian things. So we want to bring some healing um, tonight for you if you're still dealing with the trauma of sexual abuse, or just confused in general, and we want to get um, some understanding about what pornography means today. Is it something that many millions of people are you are going to to soothe the pain in their life, whether it's mental or physical? So let me go to the phone and get your comments, questions. Uh, let's see, 706-202, I believe that's Brother Kwan. Welcome,
2: Kwame. How are you? Good evening, Sister Viata. And, you know, everything is in divine order. We had the super blue moon, which the super blue moon was also the Pisces moon and also black moon Lilith is the moon of sensuality of sex and and perversions and things as that. This is why they say she was kicked out of the garden because she wouldn't be submissive to Adam. The part of this oh. energy and what we're going through, and we're going to be going through Lilith Moon until next year. And so these moon cycles that we're going through, she she's the energy with that. So you're on point in, in bringing this topic because even with the topic being pornography, and that's why I sent you the etymology of the word pornography. Graffiti is to write, porn is to prostitute or to make a slave woman. So the is is that, that that's not the right definition because the thing of it is is that the art of what it was originally because there was an art, the human body is a beautiful piece of art of creators, art, work of art. And so what we've seen is, is that it has been perverted into a thing of pleasure for it's an addiction. It's just like a drug because what happens, euphoria, in the brain, and you're constantly chasing it. But it's, it's a part of an addiction of behavior. And so when the woman was talking about the, the, the cosmic orgasm or when she was talking about the orgasm, the part of orgasm is, is that in the woman overstanding her body and being able to have a mate that can bring her to the nine levels and in, in her euphoric body, the orgasms and she goes into the cosmic library and brings down the information and transfers it into the male. That's why in the relationship she talked about the tantra. The Tantra position for that would be is that the woman on top, not the mission position, but the woman on top because when she reaches these levels, her crowd has to be free to to, to release Her energy to go into the cosmic and bring down, and then when she brings down, she transfers it back into the male, because males don't have orgasms; they ejaculate. Yeah, well,
5: we
1: but we still have words to describe. uh, Would you say a direct connection to source? If if their men are ejaculating, are they not feeling the pleasure? Cleansing the body soul, and as she said, connecting directly to source.
2: But what the male has is that the male is a million to one shot. A woman has one egg. A man has to have a million sperm equivalent to that one in a million that will unite with that one egg to create another human being. That's why it's 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 said that man should not he should ejaculate until he's ready to create life, because when he ejaculates, he's letting out a million sperms that have grown in his body, and he's 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 not going to have that force again. Same way that a woman would have the release of that egg every every month cycle. So it's the the way nature does. There's the the biological working is that even when you were in your womb and I was in my mother's womb, I already was was given the seeds of sperm in order to produce my daughters and my son. You were already carrying the eggs of your sons. You just had to find the male energy to fertilize them so that that, that they could come into being. So all of this is a cycle And this is the part of understanding that that the creator's creation and that we are a great being and being able to go back to the cosmic, to come from what we came from as stardust, and to be able to form these bodies by using the biological genius of the creator, putting everything we needed in place, to create another being as what he created from his existence.
1: Well, I think, and I I agree with you, um, Kwame. I think uh, another issue or another point in this discussion is that, uh, as she said, there are a lot of women who haven't had the orgasmic experience. So what's the problem there, she says, is that they're in trauma. They've had so much trauma they can't trust. They can't release. They can't relax, actually. So speaking as a woman uh if you're having if you haven't had uh if you can't have that full experience with a man and I understand what you're saying about a man doesn't want or shouldn't be ejaculating as much as in uh jack in act ejaculation, or however you phrase it because that tantric experience i i would say give him the connection to source when he's holding that. That uh, holding that experience for something of a deeper quality uh, than just feeling uh, sperm. Jay, same with the woman. There are several ways that women can have uh, an experience, uh, an experience or uh, 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 orgasm, and one of them is internally. A woman doesn't have to be stimulated on the outside to have that experience. There can be, but that has to be. Uh, a spiritual, mental, energetic uh, powerhouse that goes on between the two people. The, it's what you talk about all the time that spiritual energy exchange. When two people are so in harmony, so in congruence, so in synchronized, that they do have that intake. And the woman does have an internal experience that connects them to source. But, again, what I think what she's saying, pointing out is there has to be a feeling of trauma in the mind and body for that to happen. Let me go to um, Naima has a comment here. Sounds like the dad has some serious sex hang-up. Who else would have even noticed that? Actually, Naima, I think a lot of people noticed it. Because if my son and I noticed it, and we were off on the side actually watching this, and there were lots of parents sitting on, right in front of the, this waterfall. We were actually looking at an angle, and we noticed it. And then I'm sure the other parents were noticed. These parents are in touch with, with children and how they respond to things. I'm, I'm thinking uh, there were a lot of people who noticed that. And what we, But our response was laughter. But in the case of the father, as you point out, uh, we don't know what his hang-up was, but he thought what she was doing needed to be stopped. And actually, that same part, my grandson had a similar experience, and my granddaughter and I were observing him, and we were, like, looking at each other, thinking, he's really enjoying that water, you know, what's going on over there, and I didn't say anything to her, but we laughed. We were laughing because he was smiling, and then, you know, a funny thing happened. He ran over to us, because I was taking a picture, he said, don't take my picture, don't take my picture, and we were like, well, we you know, something's going to he, eat, and he was only, at the time, maybe six years old, and he... Was feeling, I think, a little shame from be from feeling pleasure in the water, and that, and we're we're talking about as children are so innocent at that stage, and yet even my grandson, I think, was feeling a little shame. I didn't say a word. I was just taking his picture, and he ran over, don't take my picture, don't take my picture, because he was having too much fun in the water. He didn't want to be exposed. I don't know, but it was interesting. And then Zelda, uh, our uh, Monday morning host says, Grand Rising, who knew orgasms could be so healthy? Uh, come on, Zelda. We, we, we knew, in a deep, I think in a deeper way, we knew it had to be healthy, but we've been so programmed that that's not something, especially in your strict religious environment. Uh, Masturbation was out and all other things, pleasurable, the pleasurable experiences we had with children. That was out So uh, Naima says um, also So how traumatizing So how traumatizing has it been for the church To call sexual activity sin And why has the church not allowed it to be known That Jesus or Yeshua was married to Mary Magdalene And had children And why were women stoned to death for having sex outside of marriage. We have so many emotional traumas created around sex. We have a, have a lot of depro- deprogramming to do. Well, um, my guest, Elizabeth April, you know, we just heard and watched, she points out the manipulation by reptilians. Okay, some people may not accept that. They may not want to hear that. Oh, that's kind of weird, woo 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 But... Uh, I have a feeling what she's saying has a lot of truth to it because, again, the invisible world is a mystery to us, to many. But someone like Elizabeth April who channels uh, from the Galactic Federation and from other, uh, other, um, I would say, other uh, spirits about what she's trying to find as truth, then, if you don't believe in about reptilians, then you would think that this is New Age stuff, and uh, you can't really accept her her um, her teaching. She is a person who's light and healing to an area that has been in darkness. We don't. We have these questions. How many of us believe that there has been manipulation in the sexual arena? Uh, uh, or do we just believe it was always oh, just the church and people in the church who were strict and and conservative and uh it's just the way they grew up and and we don't take into account the invisible influences that are manipulating and how do you have millions of people going to a pornography site every day and every month and every year the 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 amount of uh, that I came up with in my brief uh, investigation, or something like 693 million per month, are going to uh, websites, uh, pornography websites. And there's two in particular. I'm not going to name them, give them any any uh, pub any uh, advertising, but two in particular are in the top 20. Of the most popular visited websites, so of course Google and Amazon and those are are in the top ten or so but then there's uh, these porn sites now that are also in the top 20. and of course, Google is like nineteen billion a month. So compared to people searching for Google and you know reasonable information and knowledge, uh, the numbers you might consider the numbers low. But in 2021 alone, that was the most popular visited sites, those pornography sites. So that makes perfect sense when everybody's sitting around doing nothing at home because of, uh, of shut the lockdown. But now we're looking at um, the pornography industry and which has spilled over into trafficking, you might say. That we have we have uh taken we can look at this industry now as influencing men and women to go beyond just seeking pleasure for themselves are they seeking pleasure with children and uh other crazy things uh that the reptilian energy she believes is at at play here, so we've got another comment from um Naima, every fear-based belief, which includes guilt and shame, is manipulation. So true. If, if it's not based on love and love, it's not the positive energy of the creator, even if it's under the label of religion. So true, so true. That's why many people have come out of, quote, religion and moving into uh spiritual understanding of everything and and to me spiritual involves under the metaphysical aspect of everything or the epigenetic aspect above the genes uh above the physical metaph- above the physical are we moving uh, i think we are moving more and more into that fifth dimension of uh, the invisible realm that is helping us connect to the reality of the invisible. So uh, the other question I was going to ask is, how many of you have ever heard of the term prison planet? She mentioned that um, several times in her video. Uh, let's see, Kwame, have you ever heard? Prison Planet used to describe uh, Earth? I know you use the Turtle Island for the United States. But uh, what about Prison Planet? Do, how many of you actually see us um, on Planet Earth? I know Mama is has always talked about that we are in school or, or this is boot camp. So I can definitely see boot camp going on. But what about Prison Planet? Is that something new? Uh, or comment to everybody uh, That was a new uh, Phrase um... Alex Jones Oh okay that's right You're right I re- that's
2: who I remember Saying that Alex Jones thought, had a show About prison planet that's what he called His show
1: Wow okay <laughs> Pretty radical <laughs> So uh, Naima Latif says Also suppression of natural sexual expression by connecting it to guilt and shame, unnatural sexual expression. Like pornography and child. So we can see that the child trafficking, the pornography is a result of, of those exact actions with children and young adults.
2: That's a question. Uh go ahead. You know, we're, we're talking about pornography. Now, if you were to go into the Amazon, into the, the villages of those people that still live in those, those huts and ways of life,
5: they are
2: basically naked, running around, children, men, men maybe covering up their genital areas. That wouldn't be considered pornography. That's a way of life been looked at to where we're saying, okay, people who are uncivilized living in jungles and living in, in those those areas where they don't need clothing and not not connected like we are, we call that primitive and uncivilized, but that's natural. We come and we, right. we adorn and, and we cover up and we hide and, and this is the part that gets it because who said nudity was, was bad? The church. The church. The church was the one that condemned people being in their natural clothing suits. And who has the most pedophilia and, and, and does the most hideous things to children? It's the church. Look at yeah. the system look at the system. Net is the order of nature's law. Unnatural is the church, and what they said was not to be considered natural anymore.
1: Exactly. And um, I remember going to an event in Georgia. I think that's the one you were at, Connie, where you built the, um, the sweat lodge in Georgia a few years ago. And yeah, uh, that one evening they built a, a campfire and everybody took off their clothes except me. I just wasn't ready for that. And the women were just running, uh, walking around the campfire with no clothes on. I thought it was the most freeing thing, and I just I wanted to do, I wanted to take off my clothes. And I'm, like, ah, I'm just, just so inhibited, and it, but it was a beautiful sight to see women and men being so free. And and that's why you, nudity is not um, a sin. You're right. It's the church that put that uh, sin, uh, that shame and guilt on us uh, about nudity, and that's why, you know, these um, Church of God in Christ and all these churches wear these long dresses and cover up their bodies because nudity uh, was believed to be something that was bad. Um, certainly don't want to go to church nude, but... Um, we, we, the church has taught um, that it's a shame to cover, it's a shame to expose
2: your body and your skin. But you did. You, skin. You, you went to church, dude. Didn't you go to the sweat lodge on the Crow Reservation?
1: Yeah. No, no, no. They never had a, a sweat lodge when I was at um, Peggy's Crow Reservation, no. Well, that's the way the Crow
2: Reservation. That's the way that, that the Crow Nation do their sweats. They do their, their Native American churches, the sweat lodge, and they do it in the news.
1: And, and that's, that's, what, um, that's what we are maybe getting back to in, in some circles is the freedom to um, be natural in every way, in every way. And Naima says we're not even allowed to know there are other planets with vibrant life on them, so naturally... We don't know that other planets are free. Why are we paying to live on Earth? Why are we paying to live on Earth? Other planets don't have a cost of living. They live for free. This is a prison planet. Oh, I see where you're going with that. So, yeah, in so many ways, uh, the prison mentality, we've been brainwashed uh, to believe even water. We have to pay for water now. And we've had so many teachings that have taken us away from that direct connection to source, and uh, sexuality uh, is now being transformed. When tantric, when we're studying, many of us are studying the tantric um, truth, then that, that study, if you read about tantric and, and the slow sex, the sacred sex, Really opens your eyes to what um, Elizabeth April is talking about, where we are sexist is the source frequency. That I mean, who gave it to us? At, at some, at, in, in some of my readings, some people would say that uh, orgasm was a reptilian. In fact, I had a guest on not too long ago that she was saying uh, the whole orgasm sex thing was from reptiles and we shouldn't be practicing it. And then you have someone like uh, Elizabeth Abel who said, no, 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 we need to practice that. We need to have that experience. And get, that gives us cleansing for the body
5: and soul. Blows
1: our mind. So um, I don't know, uh, Naima, if she's ready with next commercials. Uh, yes, yes, I am. Uh, yes, I did send, I sent the link to, um, Bishop. So our guest should be, I, I'm thinking our guest will be here soon. Uh, if not, uh, let's see, I'm going to open up Naima's mic and if you're ready to play commercials, uh, go ahead. And if not, I'm going to send another link, let's see, a link to our guest, uh, Bishop. Let's
5: see, what's his name again?
6: Bishop Kaiwa. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on Higher Learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness sessions on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays. until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience Mindfulness Moments with the Mindfulness Slash Stress Relief Coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the Mindfulness Moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of Mindfulness on Higher Learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening.
0: Oh, man, God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it.
1: Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out and we're sitting up here
4: all day in the dark.
0: Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456 and schedule a free consultation. That's
5: 312-849-3456.
6: Join us every second Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time, here on the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show for Neighborship of Joy. We'll have powerful conversations inviting women to walk in the light. So call in, 515-605-9325, and press 1 to speak to the host. You can also join us live on the Female Solution Facebook page and YouTube channel. See you on the second Saturday on The
2: Neighborship of Joy. <laughs>
5: Thank you for
1: joining me this evening. Just in another uh, uh, link for our guest. And I don't know, Naeem, I don't know, can you call um, Bishop Leonard? See, I just asked he got the link and no response. Uh, So maybe you can call for me and see if... Coming on the show tonight. Looking forward to uh, Bishop Leonard because um, he's a man of the Bible uh, who um, has written a book also called What Happens When We Pray and Believe God. Uh, and I was I'm really curious to for him to expound on that one, and, and as well as his new book I Am Who I Am. It's Mungu Mungu Katanda interesting african words um so uh hopefully we'll hear from him tonight but i want to talk a little bit about um the agenda the the talk about controlling agenda um the government is doing more propaganda more advertising and um more pushing of a narrative that there's a virus out there and uh, we need to be afraid. And it just blows my mind that they could even try this again, but obviously they, they must think um, some people are going to fall for it again. But even uh, uh, former President Trump has come out with an ad, an advertisement on social media where he talks about uh, how crazy the Democrats are and they're pushing this though. New uh, pandemic, and uh, he says at the end of his advertising, he says, We will not comply. I said, like, What? What? So many of us are already in that mode. I'm thinking about getting a t shirt made, uh, but I'm believing that maybe we won't even have to push back on the uh, propaganda and uh, the more manipulation if we if we've ever been manip- never we've never been manipulated as much I think as we have today these days so that um we might as well just prepare for it and what is your response going to be is my question or uh, is everyone out there ready to respond strongly with we will not comply or are, are you still considering that maybe you might need a, a jab or maybe you might need a mask? And what are you going to do when businesses uh, that you usually go to, may, if they require you to wear a mask, are you going to put one on or are you going to find another place to, do your, to take your business? And especially those of you who travel, if airlines uh, start requiring masks Uh, Are you going to comply? There was a, um, I think it was Alex Jones who came out recently with a YouTube video about someone he met in TSA who was saying uh, that they had a meeting about uh, what's going to happen in mid-September. Here we are in September, uh, is that they're planning to um, bring back mask mandates. Hello, hello, hello. Can we we, uh, play uh, the? Let me play this this music again. For those of you who don't know, this is Twilight Zone intro. Fear. I mean, you you wouldn't want to watch The Twilight Zone late at night because usually you go to bed with your eyes wide open, wondering what was that all about, and and what are we going to do uh, if that if that became a reality. And I believe some of those um, some people believe some of those stories were actually true, uh, but they were weird to say the least, and they were all about aliens. In uh, some of not all about it, there were many of those episodes that brought in the idea that we have aliens. So what do we hear these days? We hear a lot about aliens and how the military is finally uh coming out with the truth. So I'm wondering what uh, some of you think about. Are you worried or concerned about um any of the things that are coming out today? About the twilight with the twilight zone energy, which is all about fear, and um, watching a channeling by um, Louise. Um, I forget her name now, but the, one of the channelings I watched, Louise Spalding. The the message was so beautiful about what was going on right now in our society. And the the bottom message is don't take on the MSM, the mainstream media, fear or propaganda. Why? Because it's an ego device to control and manipulate. So all of this is really coming together. Elizabeth Apo's message, be aware of the manipulation going on. Uh, Tina Louise Spaulding's message, be aware of the fear campaign and propaganda Uh, uh, Trump's message, don't comply, don't comply. So looking at the topic tonight from childhood innocence to pornography, the question I was asking is, is the reason we have so many people looking at pornography, what is pornography? Pornography is basically uh, human beings um, having an experience Nathan without clothes on, basically. I mean, there might be other forms of pornography. When you think about a uh, Playboy magazine, when that magazine came out, it was thought to be pretty radical and pretty shocking. Uh, so. Now we're, we've moved so far beyond Playboy magazine. I guess they're still um, around. I don't know who's, who's buying Playboy magazine, but I'm sure somebody is. I know um, Kanye West had an addiction when he was young to Playboy magazine. And I'm sure that's where a lot of young men um, started their journey of viewing pornography online. I know in on own household that was it was a problem in my own household. I'll just put it that way. Uh, the magazine was in the garage, and so many in fact, I think that's what Kanye West shared that his experience started looking, finding part, playboy magazines in the garage. Seems to be a, a not so good hiding place for men to put their uh, their uh, what might be they're not even porn, they naked women, right? There were no pictures of people. Actually, in having sexual experience, right? Playboy. These are not what I know of. They were just what might be considered beautiful women's bodies. I don't think there were any men. Is there's a magazine, the counterpart to Playboy, I guess for men. Anybody know the name of that magazine? Anyway, it's out there uh, that promotes naked viewing, naked bodies. Why I'm asking is why does Playboy promote the next step of watching pornography online and watching videos online, buying videos, whatever men and women are doing? How did uh, Playboy magazine stimulate and cause many young boys to go looking at pornography next? Why is the... As, as Kwame was bringing up, is the view of naked bodies uh, looked at in a shameful way, in a sinful way, and then it's like uh, it's like a do, forbidden, forbidden uh, fruit, time where once you experience it, um, that you want more or something. I'm asking the question, and then young boys usually go into pornography. Is there advertising going on about pornography somewhere that draws men and women in? And so, and is it why some men are drawn in and and others are not, is it related to the pain that they they are still experiencing from their traumatic childhood or life? That's the question I'm putting out there to you uh, to help many who have been through trauma and who might still be caught up in pornography or just confused because of the manipulation that's going on in our society. Are you confused about why there are so many people watching pornography and are they in pain and looking for relief? It's a drug. It's like uh, the drug, the painkillers documentary documentary. People are either taking medication or food. There are so many people who are using food as a drug, and is pornography is just another drug to ease the pain. What is the pain that's contributing to the pornography? Well, we know it's part of it is trauma from childhood and the shame that has been put on uh, men and women uh, has cause them to have less feeling, less self-esteem. All of that is contributing to it, and we want to do some meditation later and even tapping to help people let go of the shame and guilt that they have experienced, and even the mental abuse. I've been dealing with the topic of narcissism a lot lately, and when you have uh, people in your life who mentally abuse you in a relationship, Some one of the reliefs that people want, that causes pain, emotional pain. So one of the reliefs that people are looking for is um, sexual fulfillment, masturbation, all of that. They're looking for physical pleasure to bring relief to the mental pain, the mental abuse. And uh, Naima Latisse says, um, commenting here on Facebook, Tina Louise Valding's channel book, "Making Love to God: The Path to Divine Sex," explains the powerful spiritual energy of orgasms. Oh, great! I've got, i keep my, Naima's been promoting this book for a while, <laughs> and I have yet to get it. But I'm glad you're sharing this with us tonight explains the powerful spiritual energy of orgasms and why the church attached shame to it in order to lower your frequency when you engage in sex rather than raise your frequency to bring you closer to the divine, which is the real purpose of sexuality. And, and you're not going to – I don't think – thank you, Naima. Uh, that's so enlightening. I don't think people are going to – uh, experience that divine uh, connection energy unless they look into tantra sex, which is very different. It's not the wham bam, thank you, man, ma'am, but it's actually a slowing down. It's a slowing down of an exchange, exchanging the energy of, say, words, touch, uh, music. All of these things can help you experience Contra by, first of all, renewing thinking, renewing the mind that says it has to be quick and fast. It has to be uh, fast energy. It has to be, um, you know, without music, words, and all that. Um, We have a comment from Francis Harris says, the issue is all man-made religions. They're evil, because men are, know them by their fruits. Okay, you might need to expound on that a little bit, Francis. The issue is all manly religions are evil, I guess you're saying, because men are known, know them by their fruits. So I would think what, what Francis is saying that um, men and women, unless they men and women, uh, but the, the patriarchal system of the Bible has described for us uh, the sin or the shame and the guilt, and we've had lots of pastors and priests and rabbis and all that who have taken uh, that explanation, expounded on it in a way that brought more shame and guilt, and um, very few uh, church leaders, I would say, are Bought a freeing message of time. You have to get out of the church and to say, Know them, for their fruits. The behavior of these men are acceptable in the church, the leaders in the church, because we don't know any better. We don't know anything else. If you're not studying, here's another one studying to show your fruits, then you're going to be confused or you're going to be manipulated. We go back to that word manipulation because that's all you know. If all, if all you know is a church of God in Christ that you've been going through all your life and you haven't looked beyond that or any I shouldn't point them out, but they, there's a lot of problems in that that denomination. If that's all you know, then there's a level of ignorance. And, and what we are uh, experiencing with traditional sexuality is that we. Have, how many of you, in fact, have read about contraceptive? Have you been married? Uh, have you even read about sex? Uh There is a, a, a video. In fact, um, I think about it on Netflix. There is a, a documentary uh that's called The Principles of Pleasure. I believe I watched a few episodes of that. Mostly women <laughs> giving up their perspective and their beliefs about sexuality and the misconceptions and the their their uh teachings from at ch- in childhood. And we have been uh practicing that for years until Things aren't working. In fact, when when I was reading about narcissism, I was looking up uh, lots of videos on narcissism because that energy was in this area recently. And um, one of the videos, one of the teachings, one of the teachings uh, was talking about why narcissistic men don't have sex with their wives. I was like, what? That was a total surprise to me um about why and I and not a surprise but I I never ex- thought about it connecting it to narcissism have, if if you had someone in your life who's very controlled and uh very non very sympathetic not empathetic then you're wondering why they don't want to have sex with you there's actually a teaching on YouTube that explains that and and my my belief or feeling in and knowing people the way they are narcissistic is that sex no longer becomes pleasurable or fulfilling for the narcissistic person. If you're struggling with someone like that in your life, why they've lost interest or whatever, most narcissistic people want to be in control. They use their skills, women especially, use their skills to bring extreme pleasure to men in whatever way uh, they know how. And then at some point, if they have not healed... The trauma in their life about uh, the, the that relates to the why they are, are connecting with um why are they connecting with men or other partner in a certain way, it becomes not fulfilling. The narcissistic energy, so uh, ego-driven okay that's what the word I was looking for the narcissistic energy personality is very ego-driven. It's all about me. Uh, I won't consider anybody else. It, it's all about me. I have faction, and what everything they do uh, is geared around uh, keeping control. So when a, if you're in a relationship and, and a narcissistic partner, and I, I don't think this, I wouldn't imagine it happens all the time, but they don't. They lose interest in you sexually. I my guess, and this is a guess, and I haven't watched that this. Is that they are not no longer being fulfilled with that person because possibly they can't control them any longer. That that the conflict that develops in a narcissistic relationship uh, says that I can't control you. This I, you're not challenging for me anymore. I don't have my ego is tired of you. Whatever, but they that's uh, a sad reality of a person who's. And then the the best solution get out of the relationship. Stop being abused mentally, physically, whatever. Time for you to exit that relationship. What's um, the question. other?
2: Yes. Did you know that pornography addiction is not a mental illness?
5: Uh,
1: yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it is at all. I don't know if I've
2: been uh, hinting
1: or suggesting that. I wouldn't say it. I would never say it's a mental illness.
2: The way in which the pornography industry, there's hyposexual is a disorder, but uh, nymphomaniac is a dis- disorder. Uh, what else? Nymphomaniac and I think those two. But the part of it is is that what we classify as certain things as mental illness PTSD is a mental illness that caused women to shut down their bodies because they have had traumas that that create them not being able to have that experience and that's a, but they're related in connection and what you're talking about that some women can never get that because of the the, the pedophilia or whatever happened to them as a child, the thing that happens is, but it's how we class, they they select mental illness in the DSM-5. They select what they classify as mental illness and what they classify as not mental illness.
1: Okay, so repeat that one more time.
2: What I'm saying is, is that in in them classifying mental illness, the way in which they talk, pornography is a trillion dollar business. Like you said, it, it was the most sought after site when we were on the lockdown, and and as many hits as it taken, it shows you the 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 people's hunger for watching that type of of some folks call it slut or whatever the thing in which they're doing is is that it's it's having some effect on people because it gives them it's just like an addict it releases those endorphins in the brain that brings about the pleasure seeking
1: yes absolutely i agree the 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 root cause i believe though is the traumatic childhood that um continually abused and put down the souls value. It it suppress the soul's value to a point where um they become that's where they become an addict because they're looking for the love uh that they never had, that they never experienced. And and that love as as, as Elizabeth points out and, and Elizabeth uh, uh or um, uh, the Louise Spalding points out, it's a connection to the divine. And, they, and and don't we lose that connection when we have people in our life who are abusing us? We, I had a friend who had so much abuse in his life that he really felt like he wasn't loved by his abusers, but more importantly, you lose connection with them. Unless you have a divine experience that brings you back in touch with your creator, you don't even want to have anything to do with God because the people in your life are so abusive and then somehow an angel shows up and you people renew their faith and trust in their creator but that experience as um frances is saying um, no that's not what it is they're demonic so i think frances is, is referring to the narcissist because she says her ex-husband was a sadistic narcissist and it's not like um the the narcissist loses um, interest in sex But they're just purely demonic Well that I think that speaks Francis To what uh, Elizabeth April is saying The influence of the reptilian We could call it demonic uh, We could call it demonic um, Satanic uh, Evil Adversary I think there are so many Words to describe The behavior of people Who are hateful Abusive and just uh e and, and just um opposite of the love and compassion of the Creator. So Antichrist, let's just, we can put all these people in the category of antichrist because as I say in the beginning of each show, the Yeshua represents for me the spirit of love. There right now we have there we see very clear signs of the anti or antichrist that people are demonstrating on so many levels now that our heads are, then that's why Twilight Zone to me seems the appropriate song when we look around and say, what the hell is going on? Oh, Antichrist. Oh, Twilight Zone. How many words can we use to describe the opposite from what Yeshua represented, a spirit of love? Go ahead, Kwame, and then we're going to go to a break.
2: Okay, what are the three parts of the brain? Uh, good
1: question. Good question. The three parts
2: of the brain. The three parts of the brain is the reptilian, the reptilian, the back that little hook in the back of your head where the spines. That's reptilian, midbrain, and frontal lobe.
1: Exactly. We all have exactly. reptilian brains. Yes. But is it active? The question of the question is what activates that? And let's talk about that when we come back. We have to take a last at what activates that reptilian brain in some and not others? And um we are it has a lot to do with I think the experience we have from birth on. Uh, Naima Latif. Let me open up your mic. Unmuted. And we're gonna take our last break and we're gonna come back and um go into that reptilian brain activation or uh, implantation from a starseed, uh, where does it come from? So, Naima, thank you for taking us to this last group of commercials. And, yes, we have
5: yes schedule. Yes,
0: have you ever dreamed of going to exotic places? meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious hotel. Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or sunrise? Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, we will share travel tips that will help you stay safe while you enjoy the journey.
4: We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today.
0: Tune in to Sofa Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear great topics and stories on grief and turn it into victory. Join Dr. Debbie Green to listen to stories of triumph and learn how to overcome. You are not alone in your life, and there is hope in the darkest hour. This is your time to learn strategies and solutions to improve your life. It's your time. So join Dr. Debbie Green with Soulful Solutions and call in on Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 515 605 9325 with comments and questions look to hear from you real soon hey mother t for
1: we our commercials and announcements for our our uh, our many beautiful female solution hosts uh promoting uh truth, love, and wisdom every day of the week thank you and uh, we had a guest schedule for those of you just joining us. We had a guest schedule for John I just spoke to him i mean on the phone earlier today and we confirmed everything. i sent him a link to join us and I don't know if he got confused <laughs> or what, but um he, he's from you. he was from he is from Uganda and he does have an accent. So I'm thinking maybe um he got confused but I actually repeated everything uh, so to see if he understood me or not. But when this happens I wanna just say a word about when people uh say they're gonna do something and they don't do it, that's an issue of integrity. But there's always a possibility that something happens. So I'm going to assume that something happened. I'm I'm sending prayers to Bishop Lenard Kiyawa. I never met him before. He was introduced to me uh, earlier today, or I think earlier today. And um, I I truly believe that when someone doesn't show up, uh, even though they said they would, This is the divine method for us to take over and do what the spirit wants us to do in this hour, which is you are now the guest. Those who are listening, you are now the guest. And there's something more important to discuss other than Bishop Leonard's book. It's funny that his book, I saw I Am Who I Am, my grandson yesterday was on the trampoline, and for some reason he said, I am, I am. And I'm like, what did you say? And he said, I am, I am. I said, did you say I am, I am? He said, no. I said, I am, I am. And I, for this right now, I can't understand why he kept repeating that. All I was hearing from him was I am, I am. And every time I would say, did you say I am, I am? He said, no. I said, I am, I am. And he must have been pronouncing something that I just couldn't hear. So I think it's a reminder for us, as I thought about this during the break, that Bishop Leonard was not supposed to be here to talk about his book because we, everybody, the writing of many books, Ecclesiastes says, the writing of many books will be forever. But the truth of the matter is to trust the creator and have faith in the creator. So when we're talking about uh, Tillians, as as uh, Kwame was sharing, and I even looked it up during the break, that reptilians represent human brain evolution, the part of the brain that corresponds to the brain of vertebrates before the evolution of mammals, associated with behaviors concerned mainly mainly with self preservation. What is that? Ego. That's your ego mind that working there. And then in int nonth, the part of the brain which primitive, non rational, self interested behavior is attributed. So you can easily see, or in a, to simplify it, with the reptilian brain is someone who has a huge, their, their ego is more pronounced than their humility, trustworthiness, compassion, and wisdom. How does that happen to in me? In my mind, it's all about trauma in the child or trauma in the past life or the assignment of uh, particular beings that might not, they might be aliens in my my understanding, that have come to this planet to manipulate, okay, as we start with Elizabeth, April, there are beings on this planet who are here to manipulate us, control us, and they're working in our U.S. government, for one. This twilight zone we're about to go into in September, if it occurs, it's all about... uh, uh, Reptilian mind manipulating, controlling, bringing about an antithesis to what the Creator wants to happen is peace and love and joy on Earth. And uh, Francis, thank you for Francis for being my guest tonight. <laughs> uh, that she says, "What are we to do about soulless creature predators? They're everywhere. They're everywhere." And so I learned something about narcissism. How do you respond? to narcissism. You know how you respond to narcissism? Let me give you a few notes. And that's what we're dealing with soulless creatures. Is their soul is not that to me that yeah, their their soul is not active. Pure soul is not active. Just as we were talking about Francis earlier, the innocent child. Those children playing in the water and getting pleasure out of that. They weren't soulless. They're just immature. They're young, immature souls experiencing earth, having a pleasurable experience with water. It's not that their souls are missing. They're just immature. So on one level, I think we can say that a lot of what you would call soulless creatures or predators are immature beings with huge ego minds or reptilians The exaggeration of their reptilian mind is more obvious than the other parts of the brain that are more compassionate, more more have humility or humble, more humble uh, than the the ego mind and uh, evil uh, perpetrators that you're talking to predators. That we're experiencing right now, That's in our government, it's like insane what's going on in this government. How these people want to continue to drop bombs—is that not to me? That's a soulless creature, predator, that wants to continue to promote bomb war. War mongers to me are soulless. They're so caught up in making money for the the industri- military-industrial complex that they have no regard for the humans that they're destroying uh, in other countries or the military men from this country who supposedly are going over to risk their lives to save to keep us free. Bullshit. We all know that now military industrial complex is not about uh, really keeping us free as much as it is making a profit. If anyone disagrees, speak up, but uh, we are studying now, and we are. Uh, it's a very. We are very aware. Very that the contractors uh, who are making money, like uh, Lockheed Martin, here in Orlando, the the biggest money makers, corporation wise in the military industrial complex, are right here in Orlando, Florida. Lockheed Martin, military contractors, creating bombs, creating weapons. So the same uh, principle can be applied to the, the insaniacs in Washington, D.C. They're making in their minds, they're creating this, this war. Uh, and people, even um, personal relationships, there's a war going on with narcissists. So it all, it's all combined, the theories, the practice of narcissism, a war against your fellow human being because your ego is more important so what um, would be the cure for what all you're
5: saying what What would be the cure
2: i'm asking what would be the cure for narcissism what would be the cure people that believe in creating war and all of that what is the cure for that
1: you we protect ourselves those of us who are conscious and aware of what's going on and who believe uh, that um, we came here to shine light, to be light bearers. We are star seeds of light. If your belief is on the on the energy level of the creator of love, compassion, peace, joy, happiness, then you protect that energy by not falling to a lower vibration with these these reptilians and these egomaniacs. Because their what is their vibration? It's fear. So we cannot afford to fall to a lower vibration if we are at a vibration of love and peace and joy and, and, and promoting truth. How about spirit of truth? That, that, to me, is how we protect ourselves from the narcissist. We don't, fall, we don't fall to their level. Narcissistic people can't be changed. I'm learning that more and more every day. They're not going to be changed. They have to want to heal. They want to have to get therapy themselves, and they rarely recognize I need help. That is not something you're going to hear from a narcissist. I need help. Not happening. So we have been placed in their presence, in their environment, and just in families with those people to recognize the reptilian energy, the ego energy, the selfish energy, and then protect yourself because they will bring you down if you don't do that you got to protect your integrity and yourself your, your and set boundaries. Here's the other thing, Kwame. Set boundaries. You will not allow them to manipulate you, accuse you, shame you, put guilt on you. And you that's where you recognize what comes from narcissists. And you protect yourself, standing up tall, keep your vibration high with love, uh, forgiveness, joy, all that. And then you keep your distance from those type of people. And but do you uh, still Naima, love? your your love comes in protecting yourself and recognizing they don't want to change their energy of egotistic, blame you and criticize you. That's what they do really well. They criticize well, you. They, they they blame I'm
2: asking, you. Do you still love them?
1: What is love for you? What does that mean? I think you have to ask I mean, yourself what is okay.
2: Love for you? The thing that I'm saying in love is that when the sun rises every morning, the light from the sun shines on narcissistic, it's our, on the warmongers, the, the pedophile, it shines on everything. So that's Creator's love giving us light. So how are we to be greater than what the light of the Creator's light of love and life shining upon the earth and up on this turtle island? It shines on everything. So We have to be the the, the vessels of loving as just as the Creator does, even though that person, that is not, we didn't create them. We did not create narcissists. We didn't create warmongers. The thing that we're doing is, is that we're looking at how do we keep the love and life of the Creator existing in spite of what is going on in the environment and creating environments and circles of people of like mind and spirit to unify, to keep that love, because the few will help the many.
1: Uh, So let me bring in uh, Naima's comment. Every creature has a soul, but not every soul has a conscience that prevents them from causing harm to others. Yes. If you ever watch the Netflix um, documentary called I Am a Killer, fascinating to me because I've stayed up late. Just every every person they interview and, and for each session, which is only about 30 minutes, 40 minutes, they tell their story of why they came to kill a person and why they're in um, death row. And it's so revealing because usually – What have what why as as Naima says every soul not every soul has a conscience. Why don't why doesn't every soul have a conscience? At least on this level, third dimension reality. uh, What you learn from this I am a killer is that they didn't have any too many people who showed them love in their life in their young life. So they became angry, bitter, and and um, hateful toward people in their life and they reacted. To situations with violence and so that's why they're on death row because they killed they ended up killing somebody and and as she said they don't have a conscience because there was no one teaching them there was either no father most of them didn't have a father in their life or if they did have a father they were abusive and and um, violent in their life or and and then the mother was on drugs this is the the reality of people who are on death row. They had their relationship with their family was dysfunctional totally in some extreme cases. So uh love the love comes in for people like that. When I watch that, I feel uh sympathy for them because they didn't have that love. And that's what was missing uh in their relationship in their in their childhood, that the love was missing and they it creates a monster. So we know that giving love at an early stage is so important. that's why we have to focus on the children receiving the love and compassion and yet and discipline even, because we can't let them go wild. Uh, and that's what I've learned uh, about love is that what's missing in a child's life is love, and that is just um, compassion. Attention to their needs as a child in nurturing and caring for them, and when that's missing, that creates all kinds of dysfunction, and people uh, cause and cause people causing harm to others. So, in, in thinking about Francis, when you say that these people in your life were predators and soulless and all that, well, look at their childhood. What was that like? I think every every person is create you create a soulless predator, demon. That's who's on, on death row. They describe their anger and their hateful activity to kill another person uh, stemmed from not having the love in childhood, basically. I mean, there's all sorts of stories behind. But summarizing it, they didn't have any love in their childhood. And they were confused with drug addicts in their life and people who did not teach them how to have integrity and mature behavior with women or men and so on. Uh, Naima is saying also uh, that if we condition people to accept violence as a natural part of life, and then look at our movies. Hollywood is conditioning everybody to accept violence as a natural part of life, that they lose their soul's natural propensity for compassion. And we see that everywhere in society. Stop watching violence. Stop listening to violence. Naima says that's what can keep you from creating the frequency of violence within yourself. Absolutely. We have to recognize the corporations and institutions in our society that are contributing to the twilight zone we're in now. It's not just the government, but. We've got so many people, so many institutions and corporations that are promoting fear. Uh, okay, Frances is uh, promoting uh, Fran, Faith-Rooted Artist Network, and, uh, oh, we almost said the end of the show, too. Uh, text your inquiries to five six one nine zero seven six six seven one. That's Frances Harris and her friend network safe rooted actions and she also says guardians parents of criminals should equally be held accountable yeah, I, what does it say um Fred, it takes a village to raise a child and the village it takes a sick- whole
2: village the statement yeah. is a yeah. whole village not just it's it's the whole village
1: Yes, yes, and that's where the problem lies is that we have forgotten that very important phrase uh, and we've uh, become isolated and drug addicted and porn addicted, sex addicted. Uh, All of that is contributing to this Twilight Zone nightmare we're in. So we're at the end of the show and I want to make sure you know about Monday Morning Mindfulness tonight or tomorrow morning broadcasting live from African Festival of the Arts in Washington Park, I know where that is, uh, on Monday Morning Mindfulness, 7 to 9 a.m., uh, YouTube.com slash high, excuse me, higher learning uh, TV show. So everybody in Chicago head for Washington Park, which is, uh, that's near 50, 50. 55th 55th and Cottage Grove in that area, I believe. Uh, So Frances also says Faith Rooted Artist Network is another one of uh, her uh, ministries to help people and to bring the light. Thank you, Frances, for being a light in this world and working to educate people and minister to people uh, in every, with me not far away 561 907 is her number for more questions so thank you all for being my guest you've been the best guest kwani love you brother uh for bringing so much wisdom and information so we can grow every day we should be learning something new and i was telling talking to my friend i said that's why i'm on youtube every night i'm learning so much and go it's crazy I was up till 2 o'clock watching stuff on narcissism again because that energy came at me. And so there's so many videos on narcissism and so much more. So whatever your passion, whatever your interest, just go to YouTube University, type in, in the search, and learn something new every day. And I think that's what's going to help us open Twilight Zone. And all the craziness is that we're learning, we're growing, and we're loving and sharing what we learn. So mm, I love you all. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you. And I, I hope this has been helpful for you, uh, and that you will share this with others. Share this uh, show with others who may be struggling with pain and thinking pornography is the solution. It is not. It doesn't last. Believe me, it doesn't last. It gets old. <laughs> so everybody have a great week uh, and and stay in love with yourself, number one. So we're gonna play our closing. Thank you.
0: to the end of our show today but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution you can also hear today's show on the female solution facebook page go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution leave your comments about today's show And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, xie India, zanyaba. Japan, alinatul. Korea, kamsanida. Russia, spasiba. Germany, danke. Poland, jańkuń. France, merci. Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie. (laughs) Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medassi, Nigeria, Eshe, (laughs) South Africa,
6: Giabonga,
5: Senegal, (laughs) Senegal.
0: Geret, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, (laughs) Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia. Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you. And may peace be upon you, and the mercy of God,
1: and God's blessing. Have been working in that area for too long. And to all my yogi friends, namaste and sad nam. Love you. Have a beautiful week. Thank you for using Blog
6: Talk Radio. Goodbye.